It's Monday, April 27th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, antibody tests seem to be all the rage right now. But what exactly are they? We'll dive into why experts say it's too early to bet on them. Then some businesses in Georgia have officially reopened their doors today. We'll check in on how that's going and why some communities are concerned. And finally, the CDC announced new symptoms for COVID-19. We'll dive into what this can mean for future testing. We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. This episode is brought to you by Shutterfly. Okay, the COVID-19 pandemic is a rapidly changing story with lots of moving parts. And we're going to help you sort out what exactly you need to know. Starting with the three big developments of the day. We're starting to learn more about COVID-19 antibody testing and why these tests might not be ready for prime time. Before we break down the latest, what are antibodies? Antibodies are proteins in the blood, and they're produced when your immune system is trying to fight off a viral infection. If you catch COVID-19 and survive, antibodies may hang around inside you for months or years and maybe help you fight the disease again, which is one reason antibody tests are coming up right now. Since a vaccine for COVID-19 could be more than a year away, some officials want to use antibody tests to know who's beaten the disease and who could safely go back to work. That's probably why you've been hearing the phrase immunity passport. But health officials and researchers are increasingly warning, all of this still needs research. One concern is that a lot of antibody tests being rushed out right now don't appear to be giving very accurate results. In a recent study of 14 antibody tests available in the U.S., only three were found to be consistently reliable, and only one provided no false positives. Reportedly, more than 150 different tests are now available in the U.S. But the FDA isn't evaluating them for accuracy, which means more inaccurate tests could keep hitting the market. Tests that could give people false information about whether they actually have antibodies. A second major concern is about whether COVID-19 antibodies really offer immunity. Last Friday, the World Health Organization announced there was no evidence people with COVID-19 antibodies are protected from a second infection. If true, that means the idea of giving people immunity passports, showing it was safe for them to end social distancing, probably isn't realistic. It could also be dangerous, because the more talk there is about immunity passports, the more people might try to get sick in the race to develop antibodies. Michael Lavasser is a professor of epidemiology at Drexel University's Dornsife School of Public Health. I don't want to see a whole bunch of people suddenly trying to get infected and then overwhelm the healthcare system because they're trying to get back to work. That's the opposite of flattening the curve. I don't want to create some kind of market force for people to, to put themselves in harm's way. For answers to more of your questions about antibodies and another kind of test making headlines today, check out the Skims Instagram. Our second developing story today is about Georgia. Georgia was one of the last states to issue a stay-at-home order due to COVID-19. Now, just three weeks later, it's one of the first to roll it back as part of an effort to kickstart the state's economy. Last week, gyms, tattoo parlors, and other businesses started reopening. And today, some restaurants are doing the same. For example, Waffle House is reopening most of its 400 locations across the state. 
Yeah, that's a lot. But restaurants that reopen will have to follow a lot of rules. Tables must be six feet apart. No salad bars or buffets. All staff will receive a health screening before every shift. Those are just a few of the 39-point guidelines that restaurants in Georgia have to follow if they want to reopen. But just because the governor says they can reopen doesn't mean they will. Some restaurant owners say it's still too early. Others say they'll be open, but only for takeout and delivery. Another big concern is if customers will even show up. One report said that once bowling alleys reopened last week, hardly anyone showed up to play. But according to another report, bowling alleys did fine and tattoo parlors were apparently the hot place to be this weekend. It's not just some small businesses raising concerns. Prominent members of black communities in Georgia say reopening will disproportionately impact them. This is actually a national phenomenon. The CDC says that details are still fuzzy, but overall, it seems like minorities are at a disproportionate risk for becoming sick or dying from COVID-19. When state researchers break down COVID-19 cases by race, African-Americans accounted for more deaths and infections than any other racial group, even though they only make up a third of the state's population. That's why the state's NAACP chapter is calling on Georgians to keep staying home, even if the state government says businesses are opening up again. Stay-at-home orders in a bunch of states are set to expire this week. Georgia is one of them, but its governor didn't wait to start lifting restrictions. And because it was one of the first states to take this leap, it's going to tell us a lot about how badly people actually want stay-at-home orders to end right now, and whether reopening businesses like this is safe. That could help your governor make a decision over the next few days about whether or not to extend your stay-at-home order. We'll keep you posted on how it all goes. Which brings us to our third big story of the day. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has expanded its official list of COVID-19 symptoms. For most of the pandemic so far, the CDC has warned people to watch out for a fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Now, they've added six more symptoms to that list. Chills, repeated shaking with chills, muscle pain, headache, sore throat, and losing your sense of taste or smell. These symptoms can show up anywhere from 2 to 14 days after a person has been exposed to the disease. To be clear, you've probably already heard some experts say that these symptoms have been associated with COVID-19, but now the CDC is confirming it. But the reason the CDC update is such a big deal is because it could affect who can get tested. Since there still aren't that many diagnostic tests out there, people can't get one unless they're showing symptoms. So now that the list of symptoms is longer, more people might be able to find out whether they have COVID-19. Like we said, there's a lot happening right now. To keep up to date on the latest news about COVID-19, head over to theskim.com slash COVID updates. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And even if you can't celebrate in person this year, she deserves something special. Shutterfly's photo books are the perfect way to say love ya from afar. Just pick the photos you want to use and pick your design or let their team of experts design it for you. Create your book and place your order now for Mother's Day, because it's never too early to show you care. Head to Shutterfly.com to get started. Okay, we're pressing pause on the latest developing stories to talk about South by Southwest. It's one of the biggest festivals in the U.S., 
Every spring, musicians, filmmakers, and media personalities head down to Austin, Texas. It's sort of like a business conference slash film screening slash music concert over two weeks. Last year, organizers said that between all of their events, over 400,000 people attended. But then this year, the COVID-19 outbreak started spreading throughout the U.S. And in early March, the city of Austin effectively canceled South by Southwest for the first time in 34 years. But now, South by Southwest is going virtual. Well, at least some of it. Starting today through May 6th, you can access some of the films that were supposed to air at South by for free. All you need is an Amazon account, which means filmmakers will be able to have their work seen by agents and potential distributors. And that can make someone's career. So it's not just great news for us at home on our couches, but also for independent film. No matter your situation, sometimes you just need to press pause. And every week we send out an email with some of our favorite things to help you take a break. To sign up, head on over to theskim.com slash press pause. Hi, this is for um, the parents and family members who have become roommates or caretakers of family for maybe the first time in years, maybe the first time ever. Um, my parents have taken in my um, adult brother as well as their elderly mother. And I know there's a lot of people who have done that kind of thing as well and who are living like that. Um we see you and we love you. Thank you for doing that. And we'll see you on the other side. And that's all for Skim This. Remember, we want to hear your shout outs. Maybe it's a message for a friend working on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic or a loved one who you can't physically meet up with right now. Give us a call at 646-461-6370 and leave us a voicemail. For more updates throughout the day, follow us on Instagram at The Skim. Thank you.